For Pacifica Radio, I'm Eileen Alfandari. Democrats are huddling once again to see if they can reach agreement on the $3.5 trillion reconciliation package with spending for social health and climate programs. Democratic Senator Joe Manchin disclosed yesterday he told Majority Leader Chuck Schumer in July that his top-line limit for a reconciliation package was $1.5 trillion. My top-line has been $1.5 because I believe in my heart that what we can do and what the needs we have right now and what we can afford to do without basically changing our whole society to an entitlement mentality. The impasse over the reconciliation package caused House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to once again delay a vote on a separate $1 trillion bipartisan bill for so-called hard infrastructure for roads, bridges, and the like. House progressives said they wouldn't vote for it unless there was agreement on the larger reconciliation package. House Progressive Caucus Chair Pramila Jayapal said they're demanding the vote on reconciliation take place first. We have said clearly, and we reiterated this again to the speaker, and we're in the same place, that we will not be able to vote for the, reconcil- for the infrastructure bill until the reconciliation bill has passed. CNN reports this morning that Democratic leaders are floating a $2.1 trillion reconciliation figure to see if all sides will agree. With only hours to spare, President Biden signed legislation to avoid a partial federal government shutdown and to keep the government funded through December 3rd. Efforts to stave off a second crisis seem likely to continue for the next couple of weeks as Democrats and Republicans dig in on a dispute over how to raise the government's borrowing cap. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says failure to raise the debt limit would lead to a financial crisis and economic recession. Nadia Ramlagan reports. The Senate passed a bill Thursday to fund the government, narrowly avoiding a midnight shutdown. On this vote, the yeas are 65, the nays are 35, the 60-vote threshold having been achieved, the bill is passed. Senators voted to fund the government through December 3rd, as well as provide emergency funding for disaster relief related to recent hurricanes, severe storms and western wildfires, and for Afghan refugee relocation. I'm Nadia Ramlagan for Pacifica Network and Public News Service. The Supreme Court says Justice Brett Kavanaugh has tested positive for COVID-19. The high court said in a statement Kavanaugh has no symptoms and has been fully vaccinated since January. The court says Kavanaugh's wife and daughters are also fully vaccinated and they tested negative. Thousands of climate activists marched in the streets of Milan, Italy, following a three-day conference in the run-up to next month's International Climate Summit of the World's Leaders. Ugandan youth activist Vanessa Nakate repeated the demand that the world's richest nations make good on their unfulfilled promises for $100 billion a year to adapt to the ravages of a heating planet. I and other activists will continue speaking, will continue striking, and will continue demanding for climate justice. And there is no climate justice without acknowledging that loss and damage is here with us now. The young climate activist denounced Italian police for temporarily detaining delegates who protested peacefully inside their Milan conference before Italian Prime Minister Mario Draghi's speech yesterday. California Senator Dianne Feinstein has proposed legislation that would require all passengers on domestic airline flights to either be fully vaccinated, have recently tested negative for COVID-19, or have fully recovered. 
Feinstein said her legislation builds on a current CDC requirement that all air passengers traveling to the U.S. from a foreign country must provide proof of a negative COVID-19 test result or documentation of recovery. Feinstein said that air travel during the 2020 holiday season contributed to last winter's devastated COVID-19 surge. We simply cannot allow that to happen again, Feinstein said. The airline industry has opposed vaccination mandates for passengers, citing logistical difficulties. Pharmaceutical giant Merck says its experimental COVID-19 pill reduced hospitalizations and deaths by half in people recently infected with the coronavirus. The company said it would soon ask health officials in the U.S. and around the world to authorize its use. The study results were released by the company and have not been peer-reviewed. Ethiopia said it's expelling seven United Nations officials whom it claims are meddling in the country's internal affairs. The expulsions are the government's most dramatic move yet to restrict humanitarian access to Tigray province and its six million residents after nearly a year of war. I'm Eileen Alfandari for Pacifica Radio.